You're listening to Conversations of Inspiration with Ben Moore and Scott Gunn on the EXP podcast. The show that brings you expert insights from those who have had an exponential impact on their industries. They say that success leaves footprints, so take a walk with us as we explore all things growth, business and mindset every Monday from 7am. Sit back, relax and enjoy today's show. Hello, everybody, and a very warm welcome to today's episode of the EXP podcast. First and foremost, I hope that everyone's keeping well, and I really do hope that your 2022 is off to a cracking start. Now, a quick introduction before we get stuck into the main segment of today's episode. On today's show, I sat down with one of our partner agents. It's a guy called Kevin Hanley. Now, Kevin is somebody who came into self-employed agency and launched his own business off of the back of working in the corporate world for some time. Now, he divulged his mindset and the transition that he went through in making that move. But this is far from an EXP plug. What I was really interested in and what I really wanted to kind of emphasize really about Kevin in particular is that he's just 21 years of age and he's taking this huge leap of faith into setting up his own agency when I know firsthand from my experiences, it's likely that everybody around him advised him against that. Now, I've spoke a lot about how people in your sort of sphere of influence, partners, friends, uh, ex-colleagues, family members, often people have our best intentions at heart and they want to see us do well for the most part. But people's advice always comes with a bit of a filter based on their vantage point. The example that I've used in the past on more than one occasion is how when I went to set my first business up back when I was probably only a little bit older than what Kevin is today, my dad, who clearly had my best intentions at heart at that time, advised me against doing it. In fact, my family at various points pleaded with me not to do it. And that's not because they were trying to hold me back or suppress my potential. That was just pure and simply because they're from a generation where you learn a trade, you go and get a nine to five, you work until you're 65, 70 years of age, and then you retire. And that's kind of just how things are done. But of course, in the world that we live in today, in 2022, um, we live in a different world altogether. We've got different value systems and different goals and different things that we want to achieve. So in my case, it's not that my um, dad was giving me bad advice or my family were trying to suppress me. It was just that they were trying to filter into me the information that was right to them, but that wasn't appropriate for who I am as a person, what I wanted to achieve and the world that I live in. And I know that Kevin would have gone through some of those same struggles being so young. Now, what I find fascinating is that um, Kevin, just like so many other people, was able to kind of take that advice on board put it to one side, take advice from people that maybe he would trade places with, who have walked the path that he's about to go on, and ultimately decided to bravely back himself and make a move. Now, that's not necessarily going to be the right thing for everybody to do in all circumstances. Context is always going to be really important. But I always enjoy having conversations like this and unpacking people's thought processes and ultimately the transition they've gone through in growing from where they were to where they are today. And Kevin was very gracious in terms of sharing those insights. So today, Today's episode is around 30 minutes or so, so a good chat. Um, I hope that you get something from it. As ever, Scott and I would love to get your thoughts and feedback. And if you're listening on a platform that allows you to do so, please take a moment to review the podcast, give us your thoughts, um, or indeed share it on social media with anybody that you think might get value from today's show. Thanks, sit back, enjoy today's recording, and we'll speak to you soon. Mr. Kevin Hanley, good to see your face. Hi, Ben. How are you? 
Yeah, mate. Awesome for seeing you. Really, really good. How are you? Likewise. Likewise, mate. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. All good down here. <laughs> but, mate, good. It's good to catch you up on, on a Zoom and sort of see you in person rather than bouncing voice notes and WhatsApps, mate. So thanks for joining me. Um, <laughs> My pleasure. But look, well aware, Kevin, there's probably going to be a few people sort of dropping into this video, maybe who haven't spoke to you or worked with you or seen your face before in the past. So, mate, yeah. I'm just going to put the spotlight on you straight away. Just tell us a little bit about yeah. who you are and what you do. <laughs> Without any warning, I love that. <laughs> um, Pressure makes diamonds. Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm, uh, my name's Kevin. Um, I cover, I'm an estate agent covering Gravesend and uh, Medway in Kent in the southeast of England. Um, 21 years old. Uh, I've started an EXP um, in August, the start of August. So we're now uh, three on our fourth month now, fourth month in. And yeah, it's, it's looking it's looking quite good. Um, yeah, it's insane. Though. It's, and I, I hear this all the time. People bang on about this on LinkedIn. And, you know, you hear it all the time about the freedom that you get. And this isn't sort of an advertisement for EXP, but it really is incredible. It, you're, from coming from sort of a large corporate as a valuation manager for a large one of the largest corporates in the country to now doing it on my own there is so much yeah there's freedom there of course but there's so much that you can do and it's doing it your way whether that's right or wrong and Ben that was one of the things that actually we discussed when on our first call together and it was you know you're going to make mistakes we all do but you're doing it your way and you're learning from it and I think that's the, the best part of it 100%. Yeah, no, absolutely, mate. So let's just pick up on what you said, because people might be just like rewinding or scratching, checking the headphones, thinking that they heard that wrong. You're 21 years old, right? 21, yes. <laughs> yeah. Mate, I remember when I set my first business up when I was, I forget, maybe like 23, 24. And I always look back now, like 10 years on or whatever I am, seven, eight years on and think, oh, that felt that, that that was really young, but I'm really glad that I did it. And you're putting me to shame in terms of some of the success that you've had and the age that you kicked in. So, mate, tell me, what was your background before coming in? You was working in a corporate, right? Before you started your own agency. Yeah, I won't obviously mention, I don't think you can mention companies, but it was one of the largest corporates in the country. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so I was in, in a corporate, I was a valuation manager role in a, in a slightly different area to where I'm working now. Um, and it was all go, 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 as it is. And I think, to be honest, you, you need it to be all go, go, go in this industry. And there's different types of estate agents out there. I was always very much sort of leave me to it and I'll get the job done, if it were. But it was very sort of target driven, as of course, naturally. I think some part of the business needs to be target driven. I think that's still important, but it's about the repercussions if they're not met, I think is uh, a massive fear for people working in that industry and a massive toll. It takes a, a hell of a toll on your mental health as well, I found myself, uh, especially yeah. sort of going out and, you know, you're going out to sort of, well, in a day, you're seeing three or four properties every day, five days a week, um, and you're expected to bring them to market. And if they don't come to market, every single property you're scrutinised as to, well, why didn't this come on? You know, not a case of we lost it. They didn't come on. Well, they're choosing not to sell. So, and it's almost our job to try and convince someone to sell. And I think that, is the mistake i think that's where the industry's gone wrong if i can say so at 21 no no <laughs> no a few, a few mds <laughs> looking at me thinking what, what's this little kid on about but ultimately i, I just in my opinion anyway from experiencing it on the front line if it were i think that's the problem with the state agency your the rewards are uh, they, the rewards don't reflect the, the work that's put in um, and i think that's the, the key part there no definitely mate i agree and you know 
mate, as young as you are, you've experienced, you've been on the front line, you've been in the call phase, you've spoke to hundreds, thousands of of sellers and buyers. You know, your opinion, your insight is as just as anyone who's 20, 30 years ahead of you in the curve. And it's interesting, though, that you've identified those things so early on in your career, because, you know, normally I'll be speaking to someone who's maybe in the 40s, 50s, 60s, even who's been a lifelong agent and they've kind of seen transitions through different markets. And it's took them a long, long time to kind of, come to that catalyst moment where they thought, right, enough's enough. It can be done better. I want to do it my way. I'm not satisfied with these earnings. My work-life balance isn't amazing. Clearly, you've identified all those things early on and kind of made a deliberate choice to step out of your comfort zone and do something about it. Let me ask you, mate, how difficult or how easy was that decision? I know that I spoke to you a few times. I spoke to your mum even very briefly. We had a conversation, yeah. had a little bit of a Q&A, which is obviously great. It's important yeah. to the backing of the family. But ultimately, <laughs> you didn't, you didn't hang around. It was like you knew what you wanted to do. You could see the vision and where you wanted to take it. And you just sort of went yeah. straight in. So what am I right in that assessment? Or was there more going on behind the scenes that maybe I didn't see? No, you're, you're spot on. <laughs> exactly what you just said there. Yeah, it was something that I've always, from not to give my life story, but very, very quick background prior to sort of working the corporate, I've always wanted to be, and again, this is something I always see people thinking, you don't see kids growing up want to be an estate agent. I always did. I did looked you? up to my always, 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 always. From when I, I knew what I wanted to do before I even took my GCSEs, I was like, this is what I want to do. So regardless of what I get, and I was always a very basic kid, sort of C's and D's, very average. So I knew this is what I want to be. I, I can, I can, I look the part, and I can, I can talk, you know. Um, and we'll go from there. I looked up to my cousin. She was um, a lettings manager for a large. Uh, London-based firm in, uh, in Mayfair, and I just sort of looked at her and I thought, wow, this is incredible. This is amazing. So what she gets, incredible, you know, the money's there, everything's there. And then when you start a little, sort of a little independent in, in Gravesend in Kent, you think, well, it's a little bit different than Mayfair, but, you know, it is still sort of there. And then ever since then, I've sort of worked my way up the ladder, as, as we sort of explained, and um, that's sort of sort of where we are with it, you know. Um, and, and to answer your question, Ben, sorry if I'm rabbiting on, to answer your question in terms of what made me go and do it, I always wanted to have my own estate agency. Um, I didn't want to be running a large company. I wanted my, I wanted my name above the door. Um, and that's exactly what EXP offers. And I think I needed that nudge to, in, in yourself and, uh, you know, in yourself to make me sort of go, well, Kevin, this is possible now. You can do this. Um, the cost of starting an estate agency, I don't need to say, thousands upon thousands upon tens of thousands, you know, to get to get where you need to be at a high street presence. A lot of people think you need to have and all the rest of it, the advertising, right move, Zoopla, and EXP offer that sort of middle ground that allow me to have all what the big agents have, but do it from the comfort of my own home and, and do it my way. Was there an element ever of, because obviously we've never, I find this so crazy to say, like we're, we're not just you, mate, but so many agents, because there's so many WhatsApps and social media and it connects us all and we're speaking and, and chatting most weeks. It feels crazy to say that we've never met, but we've still never met. Hopefully we do towards the end of the year, but at this point we've not. Um, and certainly, obviously, when we first started speaking, we never met. So was there anything in your mind that kind of thought, all right, what's the catch? This is too good to be true. Yeah, we'll see how this pans out. Or was you sort of at face value thinking, do you know what? This is legit. I'm gonna. Was there any sort of scepticism at all, or did you just take it all in your stride and think? Positive, I've got to be positive, honest. Positive. I've got to be honest. Yeah, there's a huge amount of scepticism. Hundred percent. I was like, no, this isn't. I basically, I just wanted to sort of sit down because I, I was contacted by. My, can I mention names? Sponsors? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was contacted yeah, yeah. by um, 
uh, who I class as, as yourself as quite a good friend now in all fairness and again we've never met but we have that sort of connection with uh, Matthew Light up in Derby yeah. um, a great agent smashing it up there in Derby from what I'm seeing so he was obviously the first person that reached out to me it was on LinkedIn and it was just very much a case of oh hi Kevin I can see you're a valuation manager for XYZ estate agency just wanted to see if we can jump on and have a little chat and I'll never forget the call it was <laughs> it was um it was a Sunday afternoon and we was having a barbecue it was in sort of a the middle of the summertime um and he's just like discussing it with me you know i thought well no there's got to still be targets there's got to be something i assumed it was like some of the other self-employed models that are out there but it's not your own company and he sort of the way he was describing it to me i was like i'm sure this is possible but yeah again what, what's the catch how much do i need to invest into this dare i say it there's no apologies ben this pyramid scheme that that's essentially what it looked like but it, it's not, and it's so, it's, it's incredible. It really, I can't say anything else that, that's good enough about it, you know, it really is good. And the thing, the thing is though, it's so different to all the other self-employed models out there. That's what I like, because it's not a self, it is, but it's not, it's your own business. Yeah, no, that, and that's, you know, that, that that's a massive thing. I mean, I guess it's kind of like, I honestly think, mate, that's the cornerstone of why we've grown so big and so aggressive because I'm not just talking about agent counts and bums on seats. Obviously, you know, for, from a macro perspective, the amount of agents we're bringing on is important. But what's more important than that is, is the production. It's how many we're listing, how many we're selling, the pipelines people are building, the money that people are making. And the reason why I feel like it's kind of just come on and just blown up over the last couple of years and hopefully continue to do so for many more to, to come is because of that autonomy because it is you know like you said no kpis no targets you choose the markets you want to go for you choose the way you promote yourself you create your social content you choose the fees the terms the people that you onboard everything about that business from the ground up is built in the mind's eye of the agent now i might not do everything how you might and you might not do everything how i would but that's okay as long as my business works for me and your business works for you. And I think, I don't know, mate, it's almost like when you've got that c control and that autonomy over what you're doing, I think it gives you, it sounds dead cheesy, mate, but it also, it almost gives you like a connection to the business where it's your baby versus if me, if me or Matt were on the phone saying, Kevin, you need to be charging this fee. You need to be targeting that area. Why have you not signed up this many properties? Yeah, It just kind of sucked the fun out of it, wouldn't it? And you'd feel like you're working for the man rather than doing something in your own name if that makes sense spot on mate no you're exactly right and again what you just said there is it is like if anyone is thinking about and again i'm not getting paid to say this if anyone is thinking about joining it fee just have a sit down with not even myself or you ben any agent in the xp and i think we all share again we, we do things differently from one agency to the next but we i think we all share one sort of we all share common ground in the sense that we are good estate agents we're experienced but now's the time where we've had enough and we're really sort of going out on our own and we we're i think the money side of thing is the most important part for exp you're earning what you deserve to earn and i think this is the first time in this country that i've ever seen again i'm 21 but i'm sure many no mate 100 it's um it's honest because it? yeah. it's like yeah. well, no matter what your background no matter what where you grew up how wealthy you are no matter what color or gender you are like whoever you are and wherever you're from it's honest you get out what you put in if you're going to put the hustle in then there's a good chance that you're going to see the return off of the back of it if you're going to sit at home and wait for business to come to you there's a good chance it's not going to work for you i think that sort of level playing field that's the that's that's the best word I can use. It's honest. It, anyone who deserves to, who's going to put the, the hustle in, stay focused, stay consistent, they're likely to do well. The ones that won't, 
won't. And the beauty of it is, is that it takes away all the excuses. It's like, you can't blame him or her or that or this. I didn't like that. didn't enjoy it. It's like, no, no, no. You've got all the tools. You've got all the framework. You've got all the support you need if you need to tap into it. Now the focus is on you, Mr. Agent, to go out and build an empire. Um, so speaking of building an empire, mate, we're still sort of fairly on in, in the stages. So let's not sit here and pretend that you're a millionaire and everything's great and you've got full market share and you've got the best pie charts in Kent. I'm sure that's not the case. But talk me through some of <laughs> um, talk me through sort of the first sort of four to eight weeks how was that transition what did the onboarding look like what was the first month in business how did you get your initial business and, and ultimately where are, where are we today yeah cool fine so with the onboarding um again that i'll be honest and again honest is the word we're using is it's a very it is a long process just to start initially i just wanted to get going I thought, right let's yeah, go yeah, you know. yeah. but it is a long process. It took around a month all in, I think, to get the company up and running by the time we sort of registered and everything we had to do behind the scenes, which was a lot. As I'm sure you obviously people you know yourself then. So there's a lot to it. But then when you get going, it's pretty much you get the green ticket, get your name and, and sort of you do your AML test, your anti-money laundering test, and you're ready to go pretty much at that point. Um, so from that point, I was, again, I was extremely, extremely fortunate. And when I say extremely fortunate, I hope home money gets to see this video thank you so so much um i was contacted um um i did a pretty good job i like to think uh, <laughs> and i um we, i valued her father's property um when i was working for that large corporate and um they tracked me down and uh and asked me to to sell theirs <laughs> um so yeah i was very fortunate enough i went in um can i mention sort of fees and things yeah yeah yeah. go for it mate go i'm quite proud it. of it to do say so, so it's, a, it's a property that's um we, we we've sold it um two weeks ago um achieved 550 000, um and the fee we've got out of that is uh eight thousand two hundred thereabouts so mate getting on for yeah, five figures yeah yeah i know so it, it's, it's very obviously i'm fully aware that this isn't going to be the case of all of them and that was the best jump start i could have had to start the career but if anything that's now given me an even more kicking the butt to go right now Kev look you can't let this sit now you need to go out and get some more listings and, and get hey, much what, what, what what have you done with that with that with that with that result have you have you leveraged it yet or are you still planning to or are you not have you not thought about that or what what's the with the homeowners permission of course I have definitely yeah I've advertised everywhere not obviously fee or anything like that but I've advertised the fact that look we're a brand new agency we're not a large chain and we've just sold this property in excess, by the way, I might as well mention the homeowner wanted 500. So in excess of, you know, 50 grand over what they were expecting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, so yeah, we're advertising that like mad. Yeah. And I think it's a big accomplishment for a large. Mate, do, 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 mate that's a massive result. And yeah, I'm sending you a big virtual pat on the back, mate. Cause that, 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 that is a great High result. <laughs> uh, mate, it reminds me of, I had a similar sort of result, like similar sort of prices and fees actually as well from, um, it was Victoria Road East, it was called, like a road um, going through sort of my main territory. And that sale for me, it took a long time for me to get into that price bracket and that fee. So I started with um, a lot of the, you know, like £1,500 fees and things like that at lower end, you know, studio flats and terrace houses and things. It took me a while to get to something of that kind of value. So first props for doing that. Um, but once I got that, the biggest thing for me, mate, and the biggest pivot in my business that led from that to multiple more five-figure fees, kind of getting an average fee of eight and a half grand over time and, and ultimately capping, was I got that. I had a picture of the property that I'd sold with me in front of it, and I built it into a direct mail letter, but basically that like, told the story of it. I was like, so um, a couple of years ago, I got called out to value um, the property of Catherine's dad. Went really well. 
built a great relationship. And ultimately, when it came to selling their family home, it was with a heavy heart. They didn't want to move, but they wanted someone they could trust. And I'm privileged that I got the call to go out and see them. We put a marketing plan together. We followed this step, this step, and this step. We did A, B, and C. And ultimately, within two weeks, we got an offer at X. And now this is what they're doing. The next day, I got a call from Catherine saying, Kevin, thank you so much. And, and build a testimonial in, but ultimately tell the story of that sale, but tell it in a story format, not like a sales pitch, include pictures. Could be a long form letter. It might be two or three pages long with testimonials built in. But I did something very similar to one that I sold. And mate, that just got me through more doors and more five-figure fees, million pound plus listings off of the back of sharing that success. So the one thing that I find a lot of people do is they get a great result like that. And then, you know, they'll tell it to EXP, they'll share it on Workplace, it might come up in a meeting, they'll get a high five from the colleagues, but they don't leverage it in the local market. So, mate, I'd, I'd, I'd absolutely use that as a springboard, mate, because what you'll find is other people who've got £550,000 houses will see that and they'll identify themselves in place of your client. And it just positions you as that guy who deals with half a million pound plus properties who's going to get the results. So I think the more you can leverage that, the better, mate, and, and hopefully it goes on to be much more profitable than the eight grand that you've just got. If that brings you another 10 listings over the course of the next 12 months, then that's, that could be a 100,000 pound sale, not an 8,500 pound sale. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, no, hundred percent then couldn't agree with you more. So what's, um, what's been going on since then, then I know you've got a couple of papers on your desk Can you share them. Can you pull it up to the camera so people <laughs> can see? <laughs> <laughs> this is the only thing, obviously you take some things away from this from corporate because I think it's just built into you, isn't it? Like <laughs> I used to, obviously I'm going around, I won't show too much of this, but yeah, so I'm going around um, door knocking. So there's quite a few papers on here that I've been sort of jumping on board with. But I think some things you need to sort of, just strip back to basics and that, that's just a case of like just an example what we're going through is this list of I think about 10 properties um sort of around sort of this is a targeting the great gender area and sort of looking on there and you're thinking like so I think another thing can we mention this as well then the quality of a lot of advertising I think could be so much better I think as well I can say so and a lot of the exp guys that's the thing because obviously we're focusing on that one property or you know a certain amount of properties we're giving all that time and attention to these individual clients. We're giving them our personal experiences. We advertise all the time on EXP, don't we? We say, you know, we're, we're your personal estate agent. So I think our advertising, when it comes to sort of we do individual videos on, on the properties, and we, we make it seem like, you know, which is, the, which is factual, this property is our main priority at the moment. So when you're speaking to us about this property, we're not going to speak to you know, a 30 about 30 other properties this is we're going to look after you we're going to make sure we achieve this out and i think that's what exp agents um we're advertising that and we're also showing that we can get the job done the same as these guys can in fact we can probably do a little bit better so it's powerful that because you know it's i always say like regardless of what your long-term plan is again because going back to what i said a few minutes ago mate everyone's got their idea of a great business you'll great business could be my idea of a nightmare and vice versa. So e even if your goal ultimately is to have a hundred listings and, you know, boards in every street and great pie charts and market saturation, that's fine if that's what you want to do. But whether you like it or not, when you come out of the traps in that first sort of six month window where you're still fighting for instructions, where you're still trying to build brand, where you're still building social proof, where you're still trying to find your feet, 
whether you like it or not, you're bespoke by definition because you're dealing with small volumes. So I think it's such a powerful sales pitch to be able to look someone in the eye. And, agent, and vendors don't always understand what goes on behind the scenes. They don't know the difference between a good and a bad agent. They don't sell a house every year or even every few decades in some cases. So to be able to look them straight in the eye and say, look, I only deal with five properties. I, I don't, I'm not interested in being mass market. We've not got properties on every street corner. We're not looking to be the biggest agent. We're looking to be the best. Your property is 20% of my entire portfolio. How much more motivated do you think I'm going to be to get that property sold? Because if I don't sell it, I don't eat. And I think when you can sort of break, <laughs> break it down to the basic nuts and bolts of the, of the components of what we're offering and what this is, the customer can just relate with that. They can say, actually, well, I'm 20% of Kevin's business. Of course, he's going to be more motivated. And he's going to have more time and more effort and more energy to put into the sale because I'm only one of five rather than one of 500. And I think when people recognize that they're not just a number on a spreadsheet, there's actually a relationship and a story and a connection and they've got access to the owner whenever they need it. I think if you can demonstrate that value, A, it helps with conversions, but B, people don't expect to get such a hands-on, bespoke, specialist, creative service and pay bottom dollar. Hence, you've just smashed a five-figure fee, more or less, from your first instruction. Yeah, exactly, yeah. That, it's brought on. I mean, I can't really add to it because you're spot on in what you've just said, mate, 100%, yeah. And mate, I just want to kind of draw back on, on what you've just shown there. So you pulled up a load of sheets about going door knocking because it'll be very, very easy. And sometimes I get this right. Sometimes I get this wrong. It's important to share success and celebrate that and let people see on the outside looking in what's possible. But it's fair to say that this is a roller coaster, right? You don't ride a roller coaster at the, at the peak. Sometimes the dips and, you know, everything in between. The market is quiet at the moment. Stock, you know, across the country is in lower supply. We're coming into November and December. Traditionally, not the busiest time of year for agents, certainly in terms of new stock. Um you're going out door knocking, not because you enjoy door knocking. That's just a necessity now, right? You need to build up the business. You need to replenish stock. And that's you now. This is your front end way of getting down and dirty and rolling up your sleeves, right? Exactly. I think I would probably class this in hopefully a couple of years time when, you know, um, hopefully I'm a successful business owner. <laughs> there I say it. Um, <laughs> you know, hopefully then I'll look back and go, this was really when my agency started. This was, you know, I was given that by the, you know, the, the, the luck, all the luck in the world I had that. That's excellent. And yeah, obviously I did the work to get the fee I got, et cetera. But this is where, right, this is where it's do or die, I think. I think it, yeah, it's do or die, it's sink or swim, really. And I know that it's going to be hard to obviously get the properties on, but it's a case of I've been doing it for a large corporate for a long, long time. So I'm just doing it in my name now. And like you said, Ben, you're... You know, I used to be this colour, now I'm this colour. You know, it's the same as that, except you, what you're promising these people is factual, it's honesty. Um, and that is one thing that estate agents certainly don't have a reputation to uphold. So, yeah, I think that that's, you know. And also, important. mate, like, on that note, because, again, you know, you can understand this might sound like a sales pitch to some people, but the reality is, is that you know in yourself in your heart of hearts that you will work harder you do want it more you do have to sell it you do need to build the business you do need the listings you do need the sales you need the income you know that you will genuinely move heaven and earth to deliver for that client i almost consider it like almost like a reframe on behalf of the agent that if you truly believe that that you've got a superior service or there's something about that advert or that experience that you can improve for that seller to get them their result you've almost got a moral obligation to make them aware yes 
just sit, sit, sitting back and thinking, oh, it's a bit cold today. I don't fancy door knocking. Oh, what if someone slams the door in my face? Like these, A, it suppresses your potential and stops you from achieving your goals. But B, it's also a complete disservice to vendors in your market that you otherwise would be helping and securing sales for. So yeah, I think it's amazing that, that you, yeah. it, it, it really funny. is. And mate, it's quality that you're getting out and doing it because, you know, people can, as I said, they can see the highs and success. They can see us talking about five figure fees. They can see fancy videos and social media promos and it looks great. But this is the reality of what being a business owner is, right? You've got to do the hard yards, especially in the early stages. So mate, credit to you for getting out there and banging the doors down. Thank you, man. It's, it's never stopped. You know, it's, you work, you, you need to be on the go all the time, I think. And that's the most important part. Yeah, there's flexibility, but to get it up and running, like you just said then, yeah, and I appreciate what you, what the comments you just made, mate. I really do. Top, man. Well, mate, it's incredible to see where you've come so far, albeit we're very early on. We're far from a home run just yet, but anything I can do to help, mate, you know where I am. But Kevin, keep up the great work, mate. It's inspiring to see. Thanks, very Much appreciated, mate. Top, man. Catch you soon. Cheers, mate.